Welcome to the Real Triathlon Podcast. I'm your host, Garrick Lowen, here with Nicholas Chase and Jackson Laundry. Welcome back to the Real Triathlon Podcast. The recording is in process. In progress. No process. Is that what, what it is? No, it's progress, but it processes after. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah. So, man, so much, freaking, so much freaking going on in the triathlon world. This episode, obviously, we're here to do our Kona picks. So, <laughs> our Kona selection. <laughs> Wait. Um, we can still predict February Kona predictions. You know what? I predict it's not going to happen in February. <laughs> it didn't last time. I no. think that it's going to be interesting to have a year where there's no Kona in October and people actually give a shit about other things going on. Um, we'll see what happens there. That'll be cool. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Man, Mallorca World Championship that Nick and I, <laughs> Nick and I were going to go to all along. You know, all the guys who can't go to Kona and they live in Europe. They're like, all right, well, we'll just go do this one and just beat the shit out of these guys. I'm going to email uh, uh, Iron Man and be like, hey, could you like to put the cut off Mallorca like today? <laughs> <laughs> no more sign up for pro athletes. Oh, crap. I don't think I'm registered yet. So don't. don't I'm not either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's going to be like, fuck, I'm just going to buy a $4 Ryanair plane ticket and go to Mallorca and race. Let's go to California now. It's a men's only race. And those have historically been like 13 people. Yeah, let's have the wedding. So that's kind of unfortunate. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the big event that's replacing the Kona buzz is Jackson's wedding. <laughs> yeah, I'm inviting Jan to the wedding now. So I think <laughs> be there. No fucking excuse, Jan. You better show up. <laughs> Oh, and Garrick at the ripe age of 29 or 26, getting his hip replacement maybe in a couple days. Yeah, double hip replacement over the next two months. Oh, man. So you got to check our previous episode if you want to know why. But Garrick, how are you feeling going into this huge medical endeavor? Which is not an actual hip replacement in case you miss the other stuff, but it's, it's pretty serious surgery. It's, well... Yeah, it's arthroscopic. Is that what it's called? Um, they basically just like debride. They're just debriding a bunch of the bone. Um, but I actually technically broke my hip within the last time I saw him. Um, the part of the labrum that was ossified has chipped off. And I guess I don't have any pain receptors there because my left hip's been good. My right one has been bugging me. <laughs> well, how was it? That, so you raced Boulder a couple of weeks ago, 7.3 Boulder. Uh, that was like your last hurrah before the surgery. So how, how'd that go and feel? Yeah. I mean, training was not great leading into it. Um, and I, like, like I said, I kind of buggered up my right hip going into it. Like I tweaked that. And then in the race day, I mean, you know, you pound back the acetaminophen and Take the no. caffeine, <laughs> you don't feel anything. <laughs> um, so I got through it, and um, I, the couple days after, I felt fine. I was like, Man, this is awesome! I had like no hip pain or anything, and then like it just started like building from there. And then I tried, I wanted to race Maine prior to booking this surgery, uh, which so Maine is on the 29th of August. And, uh, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to get a smash this weekend and, uh, one week. And then the next weekend after that, 
good 10 days of training for Maine. And then I did like a good Saturday training day. And then I woke up the next day and I like couldn't even run. So uh, did you have to uh, use your walker. <laughs> not quite, but like getting up and down the stairs was awful. Oh shit. Um, so, so you're like get this surgery done ASAP then. Yeah. So I went in to see the ortho. I mean, I had the appointment already scheduled. So I went in to see him and uh I we him and I kind of talked over. He's a young guy. He he works on a lot of like the professional athletes around here, uh, in like the real sports, so like hockey, football, stuff like that. <laughs> Wait, don't you dare put <laughs> that evil on us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, actually, our sport is quite popular if you listen to the previous episode with Bill Christie in terms of um, spectators. Hell yeah, man. That episode's getting, I get like text messages on the hour about, that was a great episode. Yeah, those are some crazy numbers. Like we compete with like college football, which is insane, just in the US. So, yeah. Um, anyway, side note. And so I went in there. We basically, he, this doctor sat down with me and he talked to me for 20 minutes. Like, what doctor does that? I was like, dude, don't you, like, get paid for every five-minute appointment or something? Probably poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? But well, then he just... Of, with competition in the medical industry. Yeah. And everybody's slammed all the time. He was like, your best option is to just give me, like, four to six months of your life, and then you're going to be fine after that. Like, let's let's get you in tomorrow if you're cool with that. And I was like, That's cool. Great. Sign me up. Um, and he squeezed me, squeezed me, and he got me an appointment on this Tuesday, the twenty fourth, which probably um, the day after this episode comes out, right? Um, this episode might go out tonight. We'll see, because we, because Bill Kersey went out last week, so we need one for this. Gotcha. So people send your vibes, to, good vibes to Garrick. He's gonna be just cranking the painkillers probably for about a week at least. Tramadol is tramadol's legal for on the U.S. and WADA stuff so you can just rip tramadol during any race now it's yeah, been so. always like that which is crazy because i took that when i have my shoulder stuff and it was almost as same as oxycontin so i would never take that in a race i think i would like die I'd be like everything's <laughs> fine <laughs> jackson laundry couldn't tell he was dead until it was five minutes into it <laughs> yeah so uh that's pretty scary but so you're you're getting the one hip done and then six weeks later so when's that like early october you're getting the other one yeah that should be early october it's not scheduled yet because we have to do a follow-up appointment to make sure everything went well with this surgery and then we schedule that guy that's the quickest way i've i mean i've kind of dug into the literature there's not a lot in terms of like double hip replacement because i asked him about it and he said or not hip replacement sorry but <laughs> doing yeah, four now yeah for uh, AF, um, FAI surgery, so hip impingement surgery, whatever. Um, usually, yeah, you need like one good hip to rehab on for your other hip, I guess. So six no, weeks. Women, has to be. women normally have to have this done after birth. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if that's a serious question. Yes. No, it's not serious. Um, so, anyways, the, the next big bombshell, and sorry to to spill the beans on this gear but are you excited about your future butt implants that they're also doing simultaneously dude i'm more nervous about the fact that they have to put a fucking catheter in me during this surgery catheters <laughs> are awesome man especially when they pull it out it's like <laughs> yeah. makes that same noise 
All right. Well, I've never had anything go up there before. So imagine going pee and you don't even know you're going pee and it's just gone. It's 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 great. But you'll be you'll be you'll be unconscious anyway, won't you? I hope so. Yeah, I would get out. But okay, so six weeks, so early October. So are you even gonna make it to my wedding? Are you gonna be like just too messed up to do that? That'll be fine. You walk out of the hospital, you're just sore. Oh. Yeah. Day surgery thing. Yeah. Um, I walked out of the hospital too. That doesn't mean it doesn't hurt though. No. (laughs) But (laughs) but like yeah, the big thing, like the reason that recovery is so extended is because it takes so long for you to get back to running. Yeah. But you can aqua jog and ultra G run and guess that new goddamn lever piece of equipment is taking the triathlon world by storm. Yeah, I know. It seems like they're freaking giving those away to everybody, but I might have missed the boat on getting the free ones. So Yeah, I think they're like, well, we gave about 60 of them away and uh, we'll charge yeah. you about, we'll give you 10% of them. Yeah, but we need you to post four times a day. Yeah, that's what we need. All right, so we are back. What were we talking about, boys? We're talking about you and your your messed up hips. Right. Were we talking about goals, I think? Um, Yeah, I mean, my goal is to come back and do an Ironman. All right. Great Dakota. And I'm going to get that legacy spot. Yeah. Do we know if um, Ironman Alaska is going to be a pro race? Because I feel like that is like my race. Yeah, that is your race. You'll be like, this is perfect weather. Everything's great. Nobody else will be just freezing their butts off. <laughs> yeah, it's like six degrees Celsius and pouring rain. <laughs> you call it polar bear, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah when do you think you can like race he says 46 months no running right so realistically you start running in you know let's say march what do you think you try to race by mid-season i think i think i would end up being i mean you know i'm always fairly conservative when i come back from injury i would say probably start racing late summer late march into the fall (laughs) yeah (laughs) Late summer, so September, October. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, hey, I got a more important question for you. When do you think you're going to be able to experience after the surgery some of the pleasures of, of life about sexual natures? Well, from what I hear about, so thank you, Tram, at all. From what I hear from um, friends who have had past experiences with like shoulder surgery and stuff, it's that Tram at all doesn't do very well in the bedroom. Well, <laughs> look at it like, yeah like an overcooked piece of spaghetti at all times <laughs> yeah it doesn't care which nerves it's working on it's working on all. <laughs> okay so, so no action no satisfaction just good old-fashioned movies you might not have to take the tram at all for that long though i only i was only on the opiate strength stuff for like uh, like a week for like all the time and then like another two weeks just for sleeping or another week and then it was mostly just like Tylenol after that yeah it's pretty who knows cool. what the, if they give it to me i'll probably just muscle through it and save it for races <laughs> oh man just ride that tue for like seven years like oh she still flares up on me <laughs> you don't even need a TUE. yeah you don't need a tue for that oh not for tramadol no i save uh right. my my TUE is for uh, what do they all have? Those steroid puffers. 
Oh, cortisol zone. Is that it? I don't even know. Anyways, let's move on. Let's talk about, let's talk about something interesting. So do we want to move into the purpose of this episode or do we have something else? Well, we need to tell, talk about freaking mother effing Jackson getting selected as Collins cup captain's pick and all the drama associated with some of the women's picks. And, but first off, Jackson's leaving this Sunday for Kazakhstania. Yeah. We really need to talk about Jackson. What? We really need to talk about Jackson. Like the Collins Cup isn't that big. <laughs> well, we don't even know. It hasn't happened yet. We were talking about the old Daytona, and I think Collins Cup's going to have like 10 million viewers or something ridiculous. Dude, I bet. It's going to be insane. Like I could only imagine. And especially with Kona being canceled, like not that they were really competitive because they were at different times, but now everybody's going to be like, oh, was I not supposed to say the thing about Kona? No, that's oh, well, and Raw. Roth's the weekend or two after Collins Cup. That's going to be a big one now. Yeah. Yeah, Roth, 70.3 Worlds. Now yeah. all the guys who are, like, doing both are like, frig, I'm going all in for 70.3 Worlds, or they should be anyway, so. Well, I think a lot of people who normally top 10 at Kona don't usually sign even even sign up for 70.3 Worlds. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't Metzler say he's skipping 70.3 Worlds to concentrate on Kona? Sure he is. Was. Yeah, well, he's got to do Collins Cup too. So, yeah, uh, what's the yeah. Jack? Tell us everything. Yeah. Everything. Okay, here's everything. We go to Slovakia. We do about two to four hours of media stuff a day leading into the race. So what's your, everyone's going to be flight time though. First, I don't know eight eight hours something like that. What? That's it. Yeah, eight hours. I'm a lot closer there than you are. I'm like another. Three four hours closer probably. Um, direct flight overnight. Probably don't sleep. I might. I don't know. We'll see. I gotta find a way to sleep. Maybe take some Benadryl or something. Healthy sleep ultra from Body Health will do the trick. No problem. <laughs> It'll help, but it won't necessarily knock me right out. You ever taken six? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's uh, it'll be awesome. There's like breakfast with Bob. There's you know tons of photo shoots. Obviously video stuff that they're gonna play during the broadcast. They're doing the they're doing the like race selections or what is that even called? I don't even know. What? The like where they decide who's racing who. They're doing that oh. I think the Wednesday. And there's also an opening ceremony, which is the Wednesday. Yeah. It's pretty intense. It's We've got three awesome. days of pure action. It's more yeah. than any of us could ever hope for. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I mean, the only way it could be better is if our uh, good friend Leslie were to have been selected, which I think she she deserved it, but or at least one of the other roll downs. So, yeah. so let's dig into that real quick. There's a lot of chapped buttholes around that topic. Mainly, I've been watching some of the females just rip a lot of PTO buttholes open about why would you like. And I don't have anything against the athletes who were selected. I'm just curious about the process there. I mean, if it's supposed to be a more long the whole purpose was a long course centric race. We've got ITU athletes who are dominating the captain's selections. And then also like, I don't know, Chelsea Sodaro just came off maternity, did one race and then Jocelyn's the same way. It just seems like there was some options there from validated athletes who had raced. And again, nothing against the two athletes or the four athletes who were, I just mentioned, but it just seems a little interesting about how that was all, went down what do you what do y'all think well chelsea sidero qualified by automatic qualification 
because she was fourth. Um, so that's well, legit. I mean, good for her. I mean, she just raced once and was like, fuck, I'm back. Mother yeah. Ever. Yeah. And she raced pretty well. I mean, she yeah, didn't yeah. race like she's really, really world class at the 70.3 distance. So that wasn't at Boulder. That still wasn't what she's capable of. But I think she's going to be getting more and more fit and race pretty well at Collins Cup. Um, but yeah, then it gets kind of weird from there. I mean, they selected uh, Taylor Nib, who wasn't, you know, a bad selection in my opinion at all. Cause she had just raced Boulder and proved that she was good at 70.3. Very good. Um, so I think that was pretty, you know, I, I mean, there's some people who would say that you should have at least had to race twice to be eligible, but that wasn't one of the criteria. So, I mean, fair enough. Um, and she'll do well. And then I was very surprised that Katie Zafaris was selected just because I, I don't think she's ever done a 70.3. Um, so that was a bit, you know, and she's likely very good at it, but I just think it's, you know, maybe you'd have to prove it, but she was like the only Olympic medalist who would have been able to race. Um, True story. Based on other people's commitments and stuff. So I bet you they just really want an Olympic medalist racing, which is, you know, kind of understandable, I guess, but unfortunately yeah. uh, 70.3 and long course specialists kind of got the short end of the stick there. Um, yeah. That's it, it, kind of, I mean, that's kind of the controversy is like, you've got athletes who've been putting a lot of time and energy into earning points into earning the reputation at that distance. And it almost seems and because we haven't heard any dialogue from the captains or much description of to when, why, or how, but it just seems like they maybe have been passed over a little bit too prematurely. And there's, I don't know, we don't know all the inner workings and I'm sure it's all political and driven beyond anything we know, but they did the best they could. I'm sure. However, we just want to see Leslie racing with Jackson. They're our freaking teammates. Well, then Heather Jackson is then pulled out um, because of personal reasons. So we have no idea why. But um, I mean, now that Kona is not happening, maybe she's regretting that because I wonder if it was in part to, to get more prepared for Kona. Um, but and then so then there's another selection and they picked Jocelyn McCauley. So she just came back, did Boulder, didn't have really a great race. Then she raced a full in Finland, uh, like a week or two later and came second. She was, you know, quite a bit behind the winner. Um, but still the finish second in a full is legit. Like, obviously that's hard to do Yeah, in Europe. So, um, you know, she's never been like a 70.3 specialist. She's been better at the long distance, but again, like if people are looking at who's racing and they say, well, Leslie, just finished ahead of, you know, Jocelyn by quite a bit at Boulder, like what's going on there. But I mean, it's so hard to base it off one race and like, it's just a tough selection process. Yeah. And again, we know these athletes. Well, it's not like we're, we don't, we have ill will towards anybody. Um, it's just, you know, we're just stirring the pot, man. It's what we're here to do. Jocelyn well, and, and Jocelyn to be fair as well, she did just come back off maternity leave and she's just going to be better stronger more back to her old self every week so i wouldn't be surprised she comes out and just has a good race at uh the championship post baby strength is like a real friggin' thing so she's going to be probably on fire yeah um any thoughts there garrick on any of this um so i was doing a quick little study on who's on what team um i don't know i uh 
for me, for the women, so I totally understand like where the U.S. is coming from. I mean, the bet to me, the best, um, the best triathletes in the game are racing short course. So it's it's kind of that distance. It's that weird distance where it's not quite a seventy point three, but it's basically a seventy point three. So I would I would lean into my, um, like the U.S. is such a freaking powerhouse when it comes to women in ITU. I don't know, like. I would lean into that. If you're going straight for the win, I would lean into my girls over there for sure. Yeah. And I guess like in, in Leslie's, like, I guess not in Leslie's favors, like she just hasn't historically had the best swimmer bike, but she's always had one of the most strongest runs out there. And then the other girls are a little bit more well-rounded and especially they've got the run as well. So I think that's probably something that played into it. And then, you know, that's just the way she goes down sometimes. Yeah, I mean, obviously I was rooting for Leslie. You know, we were kind of emotionally invested in that. Um, but like Taylor Nib, like what she did in Boulder on a freaking road bike with a road helmet, basically <laughs> not in aero bars with like 12 gels taped to her top tube. Yeah, that was bottles awesome. on her frames. Like, and then she goes and bike. Did she bike the fastest split or she missed up like 20 seconds on Emma Palin? Something <laughs> ridiculous like that right there yeah yeah and running with about 13 gels in her hands <laughs> yeah it's so awesome amazing but um some of the other picks i guess uh nothing really controversial i would i wouldn't say on the internationals picks um everybody was kind of up there high in the rankings um, yeah, i think I everyone's deserving butterfield didn't get picked um you know some people might not agree with that i think you know the internationals captains were looking for people who were like really peaking for the race and really going for that specific target in their season. And it's, I don't think Butterfield was, I mean, I don't think he would deny that. It's hard to say though, because he doesn't really post a lot on social media. Right. So he's just a good dad who runs a farm and is too busy yeah. showing shit to post an Instagram thing. Well, yeah. he, he was on the way back from injury too. Right. So like Boulder was his first kind of show of fitness on where he's at coming back. And obviously he had a good race, but I think ultimately, like, I mean, the two, the two freaking hacks they picked on the men's side, <laughs> I wouldn't have picked them, but, um, Jackson dirty laundry, you know, like when Lisa was going over and citing why she picked you guys, like it's because of you guys peaking for the race and Jack, it's because you run and you're freaking stupid ass dedication to somehow when you have a goal for something within a year you hit it yeah, <laughs> yeah. you should be consistent man of the year for the last six yeah. years yeah except for that one little blip in the radar there but yeah. uh that's when we got that hdh injection yeah. wait, wait for that <laughs> uh, but anywho yeah european side women's pretty pretty standard what we would expect um men's side i think a lot of people were questioning how the heck did george goodwin not get selected yeah true story um i mean the poor guy is like ranked something like 14th in the world and of course he's on team europe so that's like hardest to make it but he's he just i mean they picked keenly over him i i you know i wouldn't have done that i george goodwin's been crushing the 70.3 distance for a couple of years and someone cited that, you know, Keenley's last win was, you know, mid 2019. And since then, George Goodwin has won 
four halves and one of them was European championships this year. And how do you not give the European champion a spot on that team? It's just crazy to me. Um, we're just looking for that Uber bike to try to bring back. I, I think the, the captains are probably just looking at everybody's strengths and they're trying to pick maybe one of the best strengths per leg just to see if they can get a leg up. So maybe there's some of that in play. I mean, Goodwin's an unreal biker. I bet he's just as good as Keenley. Yeah, I'm not I, I'm not saying he is or isn't. I just know that when Keenley is on form, I mean, you know he's he's legit amazing, yeah. world class. Like I think oh, at the yeah. top, the top of Snow Canyon one time, you went by me right at the top. I took a drink of water and then I looked down the road. I couldn't even see Keenley anymore. He's like a good mile ahead immediately. Water for a little too long there, bud. I may have been looking in the bottle of the bottle or the bottom of the bottle, questioning my life choices. Like what's down there. But um, I mean, Daniel Beckengard is the other one they picked. Amazing Stellar. athlete. But again, like George Goodwin could have been picked over him. It's just tough. I mean, it's tough. I team, think, Europe. Yeah. team Europe probably could make two teams literally that would be competitive um, with USA internationals, but we're going to have to try to find a way to beat them. So, yeah. And that's the thing. I think, I think team Europe's the team to beat. I think international is probably trailing behind team uh, us. I mean, you guys are going to have a good battle. Yeah. I don't, we're going to crush you guys. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. Do you guys think any of these matchups are like the captains will be told this is what the matchup has to be, or do you think they're going to be allowed to just, pick whatever like be as strategic as possible like obviously i think we got an idea of that when they picked like the u.s picked those two women um that maybe isn't who you thought they'd be but i don't know like do you think they're like nope lionel you have to race Jan. sam you got to race these guys like this is the title you know do you think they're gonna do that i think they're gonna pick the best match based on ability and recent results like for sure Jan, Sam, Lionel, those guys are going to be like the heavy hitter, even Rudy, you know, those guys are probably up there and some of the, the top contenders there. And then you got all the fillers, you got Mr. Laundry, who's just going to be well-rounded on everything. And then you got athletes who are just going to kind of have specific strengths to maybe fill some gaps and bring back some time. But sure, for sure, I, I just don't think, I don't think this is a reality TV show where, where the producers are back there. Like this is going to happen bitches and if you don't want it then you can leave you can get out uh yeah i don't know i mean it's tough because they need this to be entertaining as heck no matter what so i don't know whether they'll have certain matchups that they they suggest to try to get them moving forward i think one thing they're going to do is they're going to try to put the lower ranked people first um to have you know those those title athletes kind of coming in in the last race, the last two races. Um, but it, there's so much different things you can do with strategy. Like if you think about it, you know, Jan, for example, do, do you just say, you know what, Jan's going to win and he might win by two or four minutes even and get bonus points even against the best guys. So do you just put like your lowest ranked guy against him and say, try not to lose by as much as you can. And then you're saving your better guy to win another matchup. Like, it's just tough to, to say points. Yeah. Those points come in effect big time, but you can only get a max of one and a half. So if you get beat by six minutes, it's the same as getting beat by 20 minutes. Um, not that that'll happen. Oh, anyway. really? They, they max out the bonus points. I did not know that. 
Yeah. So they max it out. So efficiency wise, it, it might make sense to put someone who's going to use lose to yawn by 10 minutes in theory. And then you're essentially that four minutes you can, you know, that's, that's basically time that you don't lose points elsewhere or whatever. So is that there's the a lot of stuff. you're gunning for Jackson, <laughs> the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> I would race freaking yawn. I would just, I would just try so hard to stay on his feet and I would just freaking give everything I got and who knows? I mean, I think I could, I could give up less than the max points. I think that I'm capable of that. I think maybe I can come within four, maybe even within two. We'll see, but I'd race whoever. I don't care. Like this is a cool opportunity to show that like, I am ready to freaking do a hundred percent Lionel style, give it everything you got. And, you know, I don't want to just be like, Oh, I'm here to race. You know, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just going to do my best. Like I'm going to freaking race no matter what. I want to see you crying blood by the end of this one. I might. I'll probably be crying halfway through the run. <laughs> oh my god! Even like Ricky Bobby, like I just want you to let you know I'm going real fast right now. I can't believe my body's got a huge chubby. <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't know. I think Eric, I, I would, I would think they do have some say in the matchups more than you know the team captains because they need it to be super entertaining. And well, the captains know that too, though they're not going to be like, "Whoa, we need to put Jan with the." Uh, Fucking Taylor Nip. <laughs> you know, she might be able to ride with him. With that bike split on the road bike. Put her on a tri bike. She's probably gonna. Yeah. yeah unreal. Um, but just one other thing I'd like to point out the women's Europe team is, is like ridiculous. Like Dominant. that is oh my god. Like the men's Europe team, super strong. But I can I can see some of the other teams maybe you know keeping up, but on the women's side, it's like God, they're just so deep. Like their six are probably six of the best ten. It's insane. It's pretty unreal for for sure. Europe has really they're gonna have to figure out how to split up Europe next time. Give us like one of them. <laughs> Give us um, some people are saying Commonwealth would be a good team because that's like Britain, uh, Canada, Australia. That could be interesting. Yeah, that'd be. I think four would even make it more fun. Yeah. Um. One thing I did notice is there is no athlete from Asia. Yeah. Are there any pro athletes from Asia? Yeah. Who? Um. You know all those guys. From Asia. <laughs> well, they race. There's a lot of ITU athletes like Japan and. Yeah. Okay. Fair, but. Post whatever his name is yeah there's like some guys from asia i don't know if that's like a discussion we could have about like the sport in asia and like accessibility to the sport well i know i know one dude from china named yu xiao he's pretty stellar he's been racing for a long time yeah um another thing there's not a single athlete from all of south america oh true um, which, you know, there was someone very close who I, I don't know if she's the alternate Pammy Oliveira, Oliveri. Oh yeah. Um, she's very good and was probably super close to qualifying on the women's side. She might be the alternate. Hopefully I just uh, got her a homestay for St. George 70.3. Way to go, bud. But yeah, I mean, there's oh, definitely, oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at, if you look at like internationals, every single athlete is either Canada, New Zealand, or Australia, other than one, Jeannie Metzler's South Africa. Yeah, she's from Africa. There's also no athletes from Antarctica. It's another continent. Whoa, that's one crazy. <laughs> and then, I just feel like level of million on Zwift down there. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, congrats on the women's team. That's amazing. So that's that's the basics of the Collins Cup. Um, you know. Yeah. So let's talk about let's explain the draft to people who um, I guess don't really know. Like most people probably don't know how the teams are going to get divvied up and how the matchups are going to happen. So basically, what's going to happen is they're going to have a draft on the it's the same day as the opening ceremonies. I don't know if it's at the opening ceremonies. Jack can probably confirm that. Uh, it's probably going to be aired at the same time. I'm guessing. Okay. So. What they're going to do is they're going to go through. It's going to go in the order of first pick. It'll go first USA, second international, third Euro. Um, and then second round will be Europe, USA, international, and then international USA, Europe or something like that. Um, I guess we get the exact one, but I know first pick is USA. Second round, first pick is Europe. Third round is international um and you get to pick who you want to go up against so obviously you go up against yeah so internet if usa puts up sam long internationals get to pick who they want to go up against sam long and then europe gets to see who they want to put up against sam long and the i don't know say lionel and then they're like all right put Jan in there uh um, rudy in there get rudy <laughs> yours rudy's usa just kidding he's just Okay, so let's do a mock a mock draft of a couple rounds of this. Yeah, let's um, confirm the order here. I'll be USA. Of course, yeah, I'll, I'll take Team International, just because Jack can't be his own team. I'll just pick myself every every race. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'll be Europe. That's sweet. I get to be Europe. I always yeah. get this pick. <laughs> I just wrote a blog on this, so I'm kind of familiar with all the names of every athlete. All right, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to run through the draft. The matchup that we think they should pick or that we want to see. Uh, we're going to start with the women. So Jack is Europe. Nicholas Chase is USA, and I'm taking internationals. So on the women's side, with the first-round pick, Nick, who are you taking? I'm going to put up Taylor Nib first and foremost. All right. So that goes to Jackson next. I am going to put Emma Pallant Brown up because she just got her in Boulder. Mental mind game. She's going to get her again. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Well, if you're doing Nib and Pallant, I think, ooh, you know what? I don't really know why, but I'm going to put Paula up against them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a good matchup there. That All does right. be a good matchup. All right, so I'm first now. Um, I am gonna, I'm gonna put up Cat uh, Matthews up there and see see who you guys put up against. Cat Matthews, eh? So she. What is she known for? Like she's she can close out a race, right? On she's the a good arm. She's been crushing Ironman. Yeah, yeah. She's got a couple of really solid Ironmans. Um, so we can't let this runner. take four hours. So let's yeah. take. Them quick. All right, I'm gonna throw up Crowley. Okay. We got and the long course battler. And I'm just because they're coached by the same coach. I'm gonna put Sky on there. Oh, I want to see that. 
All right, now it's us. All right, I'm going to throw out Teresa Adam. Okay. Who's next, me? Jackson. Oh, no, Nick. Yeah, Nick. Sorry, you. I, wanna, I want Jocelyn at that next bit. I don't know if I spelled that. Okay. I'm going to put um, Lucy Charles Barclay. Ripper. All right. Nick? Um, I want to see Chelsea. Sidaro. Chelsea Sidaro. Oh. Uh, I'm going to put Anne Haug there. We got a bit of a. Ooh, with a runner. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm going to throw uh, Jeannie in there. I think she's going to run a 112 and beat everybody. Oh, Wait, and how? that's going to be a run battle. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put up Holly Lawrence. Ooh. Just well-rounded. You can't, you can't really beat it. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I will put up Ellie Salthouse against her. Ooh, another one. And I'll, I'll go with Jackie Herring. My anchor is going to be the one and only Katie Zafaris. Ooh. Yeah. And that yeah, means yeah. she's going up against Carrie Lester for me. And Daniela Reef. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Zafaris versus Reef. I think yeah, it could be yeah. interesting because you, you don't yeah. know what you're gonna get with Safaris. Like she could be just giving her. She's a ripper. Yeah. She's she dominated that short course scene for a long time. All right, men time. All right, let's move on to men. So same order, starting with Nicholas Chase. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off. I I wish I knew if Chris Leiferman was coming for sure. I don't. Think, let's let's just say it is because that's what's been official. Um, I, I want to put Ben Canute out there because I want him to get that ripper swim lead. Okay. Jack it up. Ben Canute, eh? Yeah. Um, I think uh, – oh, man. I want to see Daniel Backegaard up against Ooh, him. Also a ripper. Yeah, he can swim with him no problem. I, I he might even beat him. Yeah, he can outbike and outrun nearly everybody except Jan. So you know, I'm gonna put Apo up against Canute. Ooh, yeah, the swimmers. Yeah, I think they can get away from Backagard. Oh, really? Backagard, such a good swimmer, man. He's insane. I actually, when I said that, I was thinking about his bike. I do realize he's a really good swimmer. So it's just, they're just it neutralizes the swim. He was like yeah. the best swimmer in Denmark. Yeah, I did forget about that. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to put the, the question mark up here. Sebastian Keenley. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that means, okay, we're up next. Keenley, oh, I want to put Lionel up against him. I, Lionel, in his last video, said, I want to go against Keenley. Okay. So uh, I think because they have battled so well on that course before, so I'm going to put Lionel up against him. Well, then I got to put gosh damn Sam Long in there for that one. <laughs> yes, that is the race we all want to see. Yeah, that's a great, great nice. setup. All right. Um, so next up, I am first. I'm going to throw in Braden Curry. 
Jeez, you guys are saving me like <laughs> for the for the end here. Um, okay, Braden Curry. I am not too super familiar with him, but I do want to see. I want to see Metzler. Mm. Justini Metzlerini. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss in Patrick Langa in there. <laughs> Just gonna throw a little bit of Patrick Lang spice on that. Yeah. Oh man. Fucking that guy's unreal. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Nick, you're up. Oh man, I think I want um, I want Leiferman. Oh, if you're gonna put Leiferman up. Oh, it's me. Me. Oh yeah. Okay, go. Uh, Leiferman. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Joe Skipper in there. See how he handles Ooh, that. Man, another decent. Yeah. Uh, all right, then I'm going to drop in. You're going to put Skip. I'm going to throw in Kyle Smith. I know nothing about that man. He's good. Uh, he beat the anchor for me. Oh. For internationals. Someone's the anchor then, Jack. Okay, so I'm putting in uh, Gustav Eden next. Are you getting Europe? Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, doing Europe. Ooh, I know who it's I want real, to go it's against. It's a real that. episode, babe. I know it is. I'm <laughs> I'm just part of it now. This is Jackson's fiance Montana with their pick. Hi. Hi, Montana. I have not drafted Jack yet. I'm waiting. Well, we'll see who I put him up against. Yeah, that was my question. Are you putting me against Gustav Eden? Who knows? Or am All I right, going to so- race Jan Ferdino? <laughs> <laughs> I'm up next. Um, Jan so I'm against Eden. I'm going to put Max Newman. I'm putting. I'm putting. Matt Hansen. Ooh. So now the international, the final pick, the internationals, the final pick of the draft. I am going with Sir Jackson Laundry. Schmaxon Schmondry. And then Nick, you got to put in Rudolfo von Bergster. And then I'm uh, I'm gonna pick the only guy left, which is Jan Ferdino. <laughs> the anchor. I can give Von Burglar a run for his money and all that. Yeah, but depends on if we've already. That we're back. Stupid fucking internet. All right. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <clears throat> so that's the draft. I think, I mean, I, I liked me as Team Europe there. I think we were going to take that one. Nope. When it comes down to the last person left, and we've got Ferdino and Reef. Like, what can you do? Yeah, we're get so many points, so many bonus points outside of that. Yeah, I'm sure the captains have like a list of who th- they would put in what situation, and they've like gone through it all. I don't think they've done any of that. I think they're like, <laughs> eh, that sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, especially Team USA because like they're the massive underdogs. I think they're like galaxy braining this real hard. I think internationals captains are really going for it because they like researched and you know followed people and and really thought about their picks. And I know for sure Lisa Bentley has been really excited and into it. I think she, man, I don't know. I think she's been like the most on it of any of the captains, just 
from what I've seen just like on the surface. That's a, that's a great point. Um, meanwhile, the U S is just like, eh, hey, let's get pissed and make some selections. <laughs> well, anyway, it's going to be crazy. I can't wait to freaking be there and do it. I don't know if I'll be able to do a recording while I'm there, but we can try. Uh, I'd love to, it's pretty packed, but if we get a little time slot, we should just do some. Even if you can record something afterwards on your own, that'd be great. Cool. Um, but yeah, we'll yeah. be watching. I'll be having a, I th- so when I'm, when you're racing, I think I'll be in Daytona at the like clash Coca-Cola 400. So I'm going to see if we can broadcast that live at the speedway. Really? <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> you should. Yeah. That'd be awesome. This is good. And um garrick's gonna have a surgery so that garrick's gonna just be like lying in bed all drugged <laughs> up like watching all the collins cup stuff <laughs> the whole time but uh morgan i gotta pee <laughs> yeah that's right wednesday is all when like all the picks and stuff goes down so i'll be sitting on the couch just like waiting watching <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> Garrick, let's see how many pounds or how many kilograms you can put on during your surgery and then how fast you can take them off post-surgery. Let's do a before and after. Absolutely not. Last time we did that, it was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's the episode for today. Collins Cup, drama, awesomeness. We have got, I mean, at the end of the day, we've got incredible athletes going head to head. We can't wait to see it. So first time this has ever happened in this this protocol this venue um not the venue necessarily but I, I just can't wait to see what you guys put together and jackson i'm so i just can't believe you're going like i, I know my, my pal's gonna be there it's freaking unreal so good job one of these times you'll get in there too man hey you know what usa there's there's some potential there like you've beaten metzler before like you're you know you've been up there with those guys you could make it but I mean, I think I'll try next year. I'm going to try for a couple bigger things next year, mainly becoming a real man. All right. Okay. So what are your steps for that? Step one. I got to grow a full beard. I got to get my hair at least six inches longer and I have to chop down 30 trees in one hour. Okay. And that'll get you the Collins cup. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And Jack, do you remember like way back in the day, I'm pretty sure we were living together when this was like first proposed this like Collins cup thing. And we were looking at it and we we're like, just like looking at the rankings and stuff, never thinking that like, yeah, like, what, we'd even be right for us and doing. Yeah, that was, Oh, they've had the rankings out for so long. And for like years, it was just this like pipe dream that everyone's like, Oh, this will never happen. And they had these rankings and then all of a sudden they started mattering and people started caring a lot more. <laughs> and we still don't yeah. understand them at all. Yeah, and when they first and when they came out back then, as you mentioned, I wasn't even I don't even think I had a single point because I hadn't done a long course race yet. Like this was like five years ago. Yeah. You weren't yeah. even working on Iron Man's teat yet. No. <laughs> I haven't even I hadn't even hit puberty at that point. Pretty much. All right. Good episode, fellas. Let's uh let's leave our listeners with uh the next giveaway that we're gonna put out there for the month of uh August. To be announced. Be announced as always. But we got to do something around the Collins Cup, something around seventy point three worlds. We got some exciting things coming up. Um, so I'm going to ask Bill Christie to give us a free entry to give away for Clash Daytona. Oh, 
damn. Ooh, That's God. what I'm going to try for. So when we don't get it. We will. He's such a nice guy. He's not going to say no. He might. But if we don't, then at least maybe we get him like 10% off. Jackson's going to pay for it. With <laughs> Collins cut money. Yeah, I'll just give you all of it. That's what I'll do. <laughs> All right. We're giving away Jackson's Collins cut money. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you think you'd give me a media pass for daytona since i won't be able to race well i think it's a wheelchair accessible race <laughs> yeah you could be there <laughs> anyway all right we better turn this turn this out everybody please follow collins cup that'd be awesome we want as much coverage for this as we can we want it to be big so that this sport really grows so Post um, watch parties at your home and invite your friends and tell them it's like something else. And then they're going to be forced to be submerged in triathlon and understand what you do. And it'll be cool. But even if you don't want to cheer for me, I don't care. Just watch, just do it. Cheer for the beard. It won't be there, but it's come, coming off. Okay. All right. On that note, peace. Out. You got to stop recording there, bud. Oh, I got ish to do Flying through the sky in my parachute Dancing on the couch like I'm Tommy Cruise On a one-man mission trying to see it through